0: Welcome to the Meta Perch Podcast. My name is Keely Meta. I am your host and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Y'all, if you listened to the first episode of the second season of this podcast, you knew that I was going off about psychic energy, <laughs> about psychic abilities, um, misuse, overuse, over all blah blah shit, right? And today I am covering what happens, how to access, what to play with, um, the different types of psychic abilities and, um, covering some of the things that I may have experienced, covering some of the things that has helped me in particular and some things that I know helps other people in accessing their psychic abilities. Now, if you haven't listened to the episode prior to this, this would be the first episode of season two, I would highly encourage that. It kind of is like a little bit of a rant, but I think it's pretty important to know that psychicness is inherently in all of us how it connects to um science meaning how much it connects to everything that is everything so we're not fucking special <laughs> in accessing this stuff and some something like the responsibility that we have to ourselves as well as anyone else that we help in this realm. You know, it's it's a little bit of ethical, a little bit of ranty, a little bit of, you know, helper or, or what have you. Um you know, one of the major things in connecting to these abilities that I'm going to these things and abilities, gifts or whatever that I'm going to share with you is that first you have to be like I said in the last episode, you have to be open to being wrong. You have to be open to experiencing what you experience without the the identification of like, it has to be this, it has to look like this. Because then you're going to, you know, if you think narrow-mindedly about anything, you're going to receive narrow-minded stuff. <laughs> you know, you're never going to be able to um, see outside of your own box if you are not willing to consider that your box is not the only thing that exists on the planet or in the universe so that's the first thing the second thing you have to be open you have to be you know you have to be receiving and ready to experience something like that um, Again, this isn't special but sometimes it takes back you know the, the required work is far more intense than the actual work of accessing spiritual stuff, psychic stuff. Because again, it's in all of us, you know, mothers with their children, artists, um, people that have been working in certain disciplines for long periods of time, things of that nature. It just exists. And then after that, you know, you play. You play. And this was not something that I did before I started really studying spiritual disciplines, this isn't something I like to talk about too often is psychic abilities. My clients and those that work with me and have worked with me understand that that is something that is very close to my heart. That is something that I practice really extensively, like divination, psychic work, things of that nature. But I think and this, this is just some of my work. I think some of this stuff is very, very true to discipline, but it's also kind of, it, it can be trendy, but also it can be um, a counter to how we were raised. So, like I said, there's, for me and myself, it's like you have to kind of unwind the small town Minnesota deep, deep-seated bullshit <laughs> that exists and the judgment and all that stuff right so that's something that even in my you know almost decade in this field and um, a lot of a lot of practice and a lot of studying and a lot of working under people and a lot of implementing and dream journaling and meditation and hypnosis and um, divinatory stuff you know, and working with literally thousands. If you guys have seen, um, if you guys come from, any of y'all come from the space of my, my, um, TikTok lives, my TikTok lives, I used to roll for six hours just reading people, like, over and over and over and over and over and over, (laughs) like, for six hours straight. I would have, like, dozens of names on lists. And when I say reading, I was doing like Oracle, Guard, Tarot, shit like that. Um, but now in my current life, it's almost as if (laughs) I have navigated certain clients of my own to things like mediumship or things like connecting to spirit guides. And that's a very private practice for the most part. Y'all have seen my guide readings. Um, you know, that the, the, um, the guide readings on my TikTok lives where I connect on, connect to, you know, past life, future life, spirit guides or whatever. It, it just comes very natural to me, but it comes natural because I've been practicing and I have put myself through um, an extensive ringer of like, you know, the last year and a half up until, you know, the last couple of months. Um, where it's like extensive reading plus my my studies and blah blah blah. I could talk all day. Anyway, I hope you're excited for the idea of psychic energy, or at least open to the idea of it. If you know me, you know I'm a quite an honest person. Um, I, I'm I can't really operate from a space of and this has bit me in the ass many, many times, but um, I can't really operate in the space of being dishonest. I think there's a pendulum um, for all of us when it comes to our gifts and our curses and I am as good, I believe, of a truthful person. Like, truth is, like, I can't, I can't lie. Like, I've ruined friendships, I've ruined um, dynamics with my family because I just I, I just don't have it in me. Like. <laughs> like, if I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch, and like, it's I don't mean to be like that, but it's like I, I have to protect myself first, you know all that stuff, right? So on the other side of the pendulum of truthful energy, it's this ability to lie, <laughs> it's this ability to bullshit, um, and so the same thing goes with psychic energy, right? This I always see like there's two sides of typically a person that is active in their spiritual or is seeking in their spiritual kind of sense in this current life is like it usually comes from the inception of someone that that lives the psychic energy unless we're going to have like we consider like an NDE which is a near-death experience which happens pretty often like an ignition of psychic connection because of an NDE which we could talk about in in a future episode but let's just talk about the typical lifespan of someone that brings forward psychic stuff In their current life now usually um, I I tend to see with my clients or people that I work with or people in my field psychic people usually come from um, an integration of some kind of spiritual religious something okay in their lives so I see a lot of people that grew up in the church a lot of people that grew up um, specifically really really fearful of demons and scary stuff and you know just like like I don't like the door like I like the door closed I like the light on like I like people around me because I'm just scared of stuff like there's always this pendulum that exists for those people oftentimes it's like people that grew up in the church that either were felt like they were indoctrinated or they felt like really really connected at one time to the church how that seems to develop for anyone right how that works for anyone is that again like some I've said this in when uh in a previous episode talking about medicine like what is medicine for us and usually medicine is the hardest thing we've ever had to do right our our strongest medicine meaning the thing that we're the best at the thing that we learn the most from the thing that teaches us the most is the thing that is really a hard lesson. It's like hard for us to to understand. And that for me, I was terrified, terrified of all things scary, all things demon and ghost. And I was scared. And I grew up with two different religions around me. And I mean, that was just my own experience. But I see so often where you know, people come from Mormon backgrounds, or people come from Catholic backgrounds, or their parents are still in it, or they have to like sneak a reading, or they have to, you know, do their self study, but hide their books, and so, if this is a theme for you, maybe you're neutral. Maybe you're like, nah, I've never really had that. Okay, awesome. You're still psych, you still have the connection, you still have that psychic ability, but these are major themes, archetypes, and stuff that I think are pretty fucking common, because to excel at something, oftentimes you have to see the other side of the pendulum, the other side of the, the penny, the coin, so to speak. Um... And oftentimes master the fears that are associated with whatever that thing is. Now, (laughs) psychic energy shows up. I'm sure y'all, if you know psychics, you are aware of mediumship. You're aware of um, what that kind of looks like. Long Island medium, um, Sylvia Brown, all that shit. That's the mediumship is essentially a, a person that can connect to what is beyond, but what is beyond, it's kind of strictly like humans, human energies that have passed on or whatever. Again, um I'm very discerning about this this one in particular because this one seems to be the seller. Um mediumship is beautiful. Like it's just beautiful. It's like it's the coolest thing ever to have someone be able to connect to different actu- like um, metaphors it, usually spirit talks in metaphors like it's not like um, like spirits like I don't know at least to me they they, they show symbols and metaphors and things you can kind of piece together which is pretty fucking cool um, but mediumship for a long time has been the thing right there were like back in the day there were a lot of people that Um, connected in a mediumship way but there were also a lot of fakes and I think this is where this collective like okay the suspicion that we all have um, where a lot of people saw like for instance like circuses it sounds crazy but whatever there were a lot of like um, circuses and carny stuff where people could get money and then there were a lot of fakes that came from it so it kind of disproved a lot of shit whereas the same thing happened um, that people are trying to capitalize right the same kind of thing happened with hypnosis i talked about that a little bit in the last episode where it's like we had a lot of scientists and psych specifically like psychotherapists and psychologists studying hypnosis and then all of a sudden people took it and they're like you know quack like a duck and it's like okay dude that's a joke (laughs) you know so i think this like commercialization is shortcut to the dollar rather than you know whatever really puts a bad name on this stuff but if you think of the universe as expansive if you think of the universe as being able to kind of tap into any consciousness at any time if you have the um if you have the the thing inside of you to want to do so or the the willingness to let go of your bullshit to get there it's so fucking cool but mediumship is something that it's like you know it takes a lot of work and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why it takes a lot of work because and this is kind of this for me is something that is one of the most fundamental parts of connecting spiritually or connecting psychically it is developing a symbolic relationship with whatever spirit is so we're all very familiar with 1111 we're very familiar with um, feathers and we're familiar with what ravens are you know for the most part right a lot of people do especially in this in this space right you know, a rainbow is, you know, oftentimes good luck and, and it's, you know, light at the end of the tunnel and Raven is often a cult energy and this, this, uh, merging between the darkness and the light and 1111 is oftentimes like, oh, the angels are with you and all this cool stuff. It's cool, right? And, and, and some of us have started to, like you, me, whatever, maybe your grandma used to remind you of sewing. I don't, fucking no I don't know maybe grandma used to remind you of sewing and so anytime you see something on tv or go into the store and you see a sewing kit or a sewing kit randomly comes up on your fucking suggested you know promotion ad promotion or whatever you're like oh holy and there's like this energy that kind of like you're like oh shit it feels different like not every single time you see a sewing kit it's going to be grandma right but like it's a reminder. It's a reminder to <laughs> to the, um, you know, when, when that feeling comes up, that's going to be the ping, you know, that's going to be the ping that gets you, if that makes sense. Um, and that's going to be the differentiator between the eleven eleven that like really takes you over and continuing to peek over your fucking shoulder for eleven eleven and being like, oh my god, I got it, <laughs> you know. It becomes a lot. So with meditation, with shadow work, with working on yourself, what you end up doing is you end up kind of finding out what those symbols are. And if you haven't meditated, you can't critique it. You can't. You can't fight me. You can't fucking Kimbo slice me, my dude, because I promise you, if you sat down and you meditated, your your intuition is going to lead you in the form of Uh, metaphors and symbols period point blank you might hear a word you may see some things but most likely symbolic now let's think about dreams you're not gonna get full messages in your dreams I mean unless you're really really practicing and I want to get to an episode in the future about that because really tapping into your dreams like you're just and working on a dream recall and and really kind of being in a cool space you can like literally talk and, you know, do the do the cool stuff <laughs> like there, but we can talk about that at a different time, you know? Um, but what you start to do when you start to unravel these pieces of yourself, and this doesn't even have to be strictly meditation. This can be you being out in the world, like you being out in the real world and feeling, like seeing something and feeling a, an emotion related to it. So like, maybe it's like a teddy bear, right? I'm going to keep going to the grandparents. Maybe it's a teddy bear you see. It's like a brown teddy bear, right? Out in the real world. And all of a sudden you get goosebumps and you're like, oh my god, that reminds me of a brown teddy bear that grandpa used to give me before he passed, like he gave me before he passed. All right, bitch, guess what? (laughs) Guess what that symbol is for you now? You see a brown teddy bear, you see it in your mind's eye, it pops up, baby girl, you got, you know, you got a connection for grandpa, right? Next time you are laying down or taking a nap and you see that brown teddy bear, that's your symbol. But what happens is most people give up on the one or two symbols and they're like, oh my God, I got these symbols. And and then they start questioning and it's... Um, <laughs> and then people start thinking that they are out of their mind or they don't have the ability to interpret. And I I, I want to invite you, if you want to get into the space of mediumship or psychic work or whatever, mediumship is strictly. Like, strictly? I just whistled, like, that old cartoon. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, um, whatever. That's funny. Um, But it's this combination of symbols and the development of your psychic stuff so psychic like if you have the symbols if you have the metaphors that you know this decoded uh relationship with spirit or your higher self or whatever the fuck you've got going on I can promise you you could sit down and you could medium just fine like if you really like let yourself open up and you have um you know one page of symbols for what death is, or what life is, or what warmth is, or what support is, or, like, you know, you start to decipher things, and you start to understand, like, oh, you know, like, when I see, when I see roses, I am reminded of romantic love. Okay, bitch, easy, cool, so just close your, you know, clear your mind, close your eyes, and, um, you know, if you want to interpret your own spiritual messages, close your eyes, and if, if we're, if a fucking thing of roses pops up, Guess what that means? That means we're talking about love. Whole fucking Marvin Gaye, the whole thing, you know? The whole thing. So I think there's a little bit of, like, commitment that it takes to get to a space of being, like, a psychic medium. Psychic is different because psychic means um, essentially being able to connect to whatever you know connect to things and stuff and that that shows up different ways i think it's funny as i'm talking about this my hands if y'all have ever practiced reiki done reiki or received reiki like oftentimes there's like this pulsation like magnetism in the hands and as i'm talking i'm talking like an arab woman arab person and my hands are moving and so i feel like this that that reiki energy in my hands which i think is cool it's like a good confirmation for you me and you I, i suppose um But yeah, mediumship requires such commitment to the decoding of the symbols. And that can start from a young age, but oftentimes it's like it's it's here or there. It's sometimes or whatever and you freak yourself out. And as you become, you know, if you want to really hone that energy and really, I mean, there's like mediumship training, which I think is really important to be able to have others that have done this and can kind of uh, give you exercises and pointers and things like that to kind of really harness um, a, a, a proper session if that's really what you're looking for. You know, if that's really what you're looking for, awesome. Or if you're really trying to, like, if you want to connect, dude, we're going, dude, if you want to connect to spirit and you want to see a medium be very discerning. Be very discerning because like I said, it's a, it's the easy seller. So just be discerning. It's, it's accessible within everyone, but you also have to remember that quick and fast is really easy. You want to see someone like with any psychic work, you want to see someone that feels real. Okay. That feels like an honest person. Um, feels like they're actually connected. They have honest moments and they've done their work. So you know, they're studying their work. You see in their, the execution of their job, you can tell that they have a professional kind of thing about the, you know, whatever. There's a lot of things. I talk about discernment in another episode, but you really want to be careful with mediumship or psychic when someone says psychic in particular, because psychic literally is you. Bitch, guess what? You're as psychic as I am. (laughs) You know, you're as psychic as I am. I just, that's my job. That's my everyday practice. So, you know, the more time you put into it or unravel your shit, the more um, results you're going to get. Now, I'm going to tell you, holy shit, um, the clairs, you know, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, what they don't tell you, and this this I, I, I pinged together with my own hypnotherapy training, is that, you know, you're going to lean towards one of those things, So so, clairvoyance is essentially Claire. It's like Claire means clear, right? Claire see, Claire seeing. Mm -hmm. There's like one person in here named Claire, and they're like, "Mm." um but nonetheless <laughs> clear seeing which means that you have a real um real strong affinity towards vision visual if you're a visual person if you're an artist oftentimes people that are artists kind of bring forward the clairvoyance energy right it can be as much as that right you don't have to be talking to the dead to be a psychic or be in in that energy right so clairvoyance is all about seeing um having foresight so it's like oftentimes you <laughs> oftentimes you see like I, I was in dance when I was younger now I wasn't that good but I was in <laughs> I was in dance and I'm saying our team wasn't that good not just me um but I would we would like you know close our eyes and do the routines in our head and get prepared and solve our problems through our inner sight oh guess what guess what motherfucker that's what you have that's psychic Oh, oh! What do you see, motherfucker? What do you see? You're not seeing anything, right? Well, you're practicing your inner sight. I um recently started climbing, bouldering in a gym. So that means like rock climbing, just without the um like the the like any nets or any um cables or anything. You're just climbing, right? Free climbing, and. I would say over half, especially the really, really, like, talented uh, people that are, like, tenured in and, like, really kicking ass, they sit and they look at all the holds and all the things on the wall and they plan out what they're going to do, what their feet are going to do, what their hands are going to do, how they're going to shift their bodies. Like, they're, they're really keen and they spend more time the foresight than they do in the execution even because if they don't know what's coming next if they don't know how they're going to plan for those things then I mean you're not you're just you're setting yourself up for failure right so that's the foresight people that live oftentimes not live in the future but consider the future that dream about the future that think about the future um very set in clairvoyance Um, clairvoyance can go I mean like literally it can it can be from just daydreaming and go all the way to executing um, art artists visual visual artists are like phenomenal because they can literally take what they're visualizing or what they're conceptualizing and they're plugging it into artwork that you can actually see so they're literally taking the spiritual or the inner sight and or you know, the the ability to plan and put things together and articulate and execute. That is a huge spiritual thing. Lots, 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 lots of artists talk about just, you know, it just came to me. It just, I just received it. Like, we don't have to make this shit woo-woo if we don't want to. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to make this shit outside of our own ability. Like, everything's like, oh my god, I want this. I want my <laughs> I want my third eye to be opened, right? I want my third eye to be open. I want to be able to connect to spirit or whatever. It's like, okay, just sit down and color, dude. Sit down and journal and write out what works for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, there's so many things. So, you know, clairvoyance is really cool because, um, you know, it's so in your face. And the, going back to what I said, um, I realized in hypnotherapy in my training is that you're going to lean towards what you're good at, okay so if you're trying to and clairvoyance is the most so we're mostly visually uh we receive visual stimuli the best, and this is something that's just statistically you know we're we're all especially in the united states we're we're very visual we're very you know we want to see the execution, we want the proof you know as above so below type of thing, right? Um and so <laughs> and so um we're going to lean psychically towards what sense or sensory kind of um thing that we're the best at or we received the most. So, one of the easy ways that you could tell where you kind of lean in the spiritual space would be doing any of those basic um like What sense are you dominant in? Are you kinesthetic? Are you, um, what is it? Oh, shit. Auditory digital, which is another one, um, that we could talk about in a different, in a different video, but auditory. So that's clairaudience, clairvoyance, which is visual. Most people are going to be visual, but I see that a lot of people trip up on the idea of, I can't see this. I can't visualize when I'm, when I'm meditating. I can't, um, I can't, you know, I can't, when you're telling me to see something, picture something, um, I'm not seeing that. And I think that's one of the major faults of people that weren't truly like 100% trained in the hypnotherapy world. Like people that are just like into hypnosis, it's way different than being trained, I think. in My opinion, right? Um, I was trained to do for guided meditation. It's way different than someone that can pinpoint your... Your specific sense and cater to that because that's actually going to ha- be how you receive your spiritual gift or whatever, like how you connect to your spiritual gift. If you're very visually centered, if in a movie you're always like you're you almost get distracted by the words and you're you know you're visually paying attention to everything, very important. If you notice you know if you're one of those people that are really good at noticing you know like what's the five differences right you're very keen on your eyes um you're very aesthetically like you love aesthetics rather than just like house you would rather have something a a visual person oftentimes would rather have something in their home that looks pretty rather than is comfortable which is funny because I've done that but I'm I have a weird relationship with the senses (laughs) so that's its own thing Um, but oftentimes you would rather see something pretty than feel something right Um, some exercises for clairvoyance or how to tap into it really easy super super easy is turn off the lights and turn on a candle and just watch the flame just breathe and watch the flame right oftentimes what happens with this, and the longer you do this, the more that you're going to feel this. It's almost like you look through it, right? You look at this flame flickering and its color and how the wax falls down and and all that jazz. And so you can almost like, it's like you start to see through it. Like your vision starts to defocus, not focus, (laughs) and it kind of goes past. And then um, this kind of like psychic energy exists in you because you're not focusing too hard it's like you're welcoming in in the energy of psychic energy psychic stuff and um, you're allowing whatever visuals to pop in your mind's eye or in front of you or whatever and um, super easy the same thing goes with working on the energy of like people talk about seeing auras aura is um, our own <laughs> our own essence in color form we cannot see um, the oftentimes with a naked eye the aura because it's just out of our ability as human beings some people can some people tap in um but you can do this outside for instance with like the aura of trees like just stare off the whole point is like you stare off into the distance um look at the like the outside of a tree and just stare out in the distance um and the blue sky behind it or whatever and then you kind of turn your head and away from it and see if you can notice this kind of like light or things um movement or something around it you can do that with people you stare at people long enough and they kind of have this you all of a sudden start to see like a thing that disperses from their body same thing goes with your energy of your hand if you want to stare at your hand and see just for long enough and see if you know you can see just like a little white on the outside or a little color on the outside Um, but it takes it takes practice it takes um, the ability to just sit with those practices and not experience anything for a while but don't have the expectation that you're going to experience anything have the expectation that you're like you know y'all have all seen those you know kung fu movies where they have to practice or doctor strange where you have to practice a certain amount of times and then you start to experience something it's just how it just how it, it's how it happens um, other really easy ones is paint get fucking painting or get drawing or express yourself in a visual way like you're just you're you're strengthening those uh, that muscle if that makes sense um, the other the other sense that's the second most commonest clear audience fuck. When I first started, now Claire audience is the clair, right? The clarity um, of hearing, right? This is a, a, a very common thing. It's like, oh, I, you know, I, I heard a song that makes me feel a particular way. It's like a connection with the ability to hear. This is very musically inclined people usually land in this space of clairaudience. Meaning, like, they can hear. It's, like, interesting with people that have an affinity for music and sound and whatever. They get really, really deep, like, like, channeling deep in the work that they do. Like, they can hear the little, little, like, the little hits and the little ding-dongs and little things that most of us that are not auditory-centered can't, like, I... I know people that are musicians that are like oh yeah I just love this this the the I don't know any terms it's like the riff of the bass and it where it is here and like this background ah noise or whatever and I'm like I have heard this song 30 times and I've never ever heard that part never heard of it um, so people that have like really deep think about the inner version of these things so the inner eye inner eye reflects uh, daydreaming or um, the ability to visualize like paintings or visualize concepts or visualize the future or visualize those types of things right clear audience is the ability to he- the inner ear to hear beyond what most people are experiencing in the auditory fashion uh, when I started my psychic work my spiritual development clear audience was the thing for me crazy like where I was hearing stuff like in, in real life, in real life, like, in the same room, like, and I was, like, holy, like, on the phone, like, it was fucking, it was so insane, and I had to, like, at a certain point be, like, yeah, let's, (laughs) this isn't as fun for me anymore, because I'm trying to sleep, you know, and it was just the way that it, it came forward for me, but it was, like, um, you know, oftentimes like you connect through music like so if you have a hard time with visualizations and a guided meditation for clairvoyance right maybe what you want to do is to connect is to connect to music or you know oftentimes there's like gong music or cymbal music or humming music or you know like choir music that can really bring you into a deep state of of receptivity because it's a language that you energetically speak again let's think about how what language we speak in order to access this kind of psychic connection of ourselves intuitive 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 connection of ourselves clear audience bells are awesome because it clears kind of it's like it separates the space as a tool you know really really cool rattles awesome drums um you know i don't know clapping like anything in this in the sound department um, I'm going to encourage you to work on. If you want to, for instance, if you want to do an exercise, if you're a audience dominant or you know some someone that's clairaudient dominant, turn on really um, inspiring music or a podcast or something if you can and write. Journal. This is an amazing um, exercise because what you can do is you can turn on something that kind of ignites that inner... <sighs> language it's speaking your inner language right and you can just like clairvoyance and just like mediumship you can start to receive symbols and thoughts and um you know what you want to pay attention to if you're like for instance journaling with music on or a podcast on or something of that nature um what random thoughts pop into your head what symbols pop in your head kind of like what I was explaining with mediumship um what realizations you come to the tangents that you go on because again clairaudience is rhythmic you know so I'm going to encourage you, if you really want to practice Claire audience, to notice those inner sounds that come forward for you, like, meaning, like, Claire audience people can, like, sometimes hear songs in their head or hear cadences. Again, a lot of composers say, like, this shit just came from, I don't know where, I don't know where, I just, you know, I woke up and knew the music, or I, you know, do have to consider those things as evidence is evidence <laughs> because not everyone had Google you know it wasn't a thing back then Um and so the encouragement is if you hear me if you're hearing music or hearing a, um, an audio up something or sounds or something and you really feel connected I'm going to encourage you to close your eyes and follow that feeling now it sounds silly right but I want but that is the way to enhance that kind of connection is to kind of fall deeply trust deeply and wherever that's leading you towards right so that is the build up of our, our our inner ear and the intuitive inner ear connection right? Uh, Beethoven wouldn't have heard a symphony come out of his ass, really, like he wouldn't have, you know, like, or, you know, any of these composers or whatever come out of like random places if they wouldn't have followed that rhythmic, you know, okay. And it becomes, like, this um, deeply meditative thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to try this thing. Or, like, you put excitement into it and it adds a different flavor. I mean, it's beautiful. It's fucking cool. It's so cool. Um, the, other, the other real, real connection, <clears throat> Claire, that we have is Claire Sentience. Claire Sentience is the ability to feel clear or sense clear. <laughs> so clairvoyance is kind of sexy clairaudience is kind of secondary of like sexiness because of how things are sold to us right this isn't like there isn't a better or worse and I think that's kind of a misconception in the um the developing spiritual community is that one is like is bigger than the other or whatever No, nah, they're all as important as one another clairsentience is that people just That know what to do in life. They they know when to cut people off. They know when to switch jobs. They know when to, or they feel, now maybe we have some of these parts of us blocked off, right? But they feel pulled to make decisions. They feel pulled to leap in a sense, right? Jump off the waterfall and see what happens, right? Um, They're the type of people that either now remember the higher or the lower right the higher or the lower um version of whatever it is we're talking about so clear audience a higher version can be exactly what i was talking about lower version like a lower vibrational version is talking shit about yourself is listening to fucked up music just to make you feel fucked up um you know, anything, watching something and hearing something, you know, talking to people and having conversations that make you feel lower. Um, and then clairsentience, the higher version is just being able to make the choices when they come. This is often people that have to, you know, have a lot of things, a lot of change that happens because they they are on the pendulum. The pendulum exists for them of change, right? Clair sentience is um, the, the lower version of that, is all about being resistant to change, being scared of change. And you've got these two different sides. I would argue to say, and clair sentience is all about kinesthetics. It's all about feeling. It's all about emotion. It's all about being present and being here. Now, spoiler alert, you can have multiple different versions of, like, you can be part clairaudient, part clair sentient, part clairvoyant, but. You know, there's oftentimes how we receive, like, the gifts usually come in one form or another stronger, right? This is like, think of all of these gifts or whatever is like, whatever's pulling you the strongest right now. You put in more of your energy towards. And clairsentience, if you're in the lower vibration, man, it is hard for you to get your fucking feet up and move. It is hard for you to make a decision. It is hard for you to acknowledge your feelings and say, okay, they're valid, like they're they they mean something you know and I'm going to listen to them um clairsentience is that feeling and like that's oftentimes like something like goosebumps like a sign of goosebumps clairsentience is having a conversation with someone and just energetically knowing that they're a person to trust or a person to not trust if you have a hard time with trust you may be on the 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 lower side of clairsentience because people that are kind of embodying clairsentience as a whole like they're like no I, I i trust that person and you don't have like you don't look back you don't wonder if you have to not trust that person clairsentient people are people that operate from a space of feeling comfortable in their bodies so these are often people that are just like they dress more casually they dress more relaxed they set up their home to be comfortable and oftentimes for other people rather than just like visually um you know rather than visually just sexy or a sellable thing you know and um you know this is they are the people that feel right they 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 have the gift of empathy um but again think about the empath thing right i mean everyone has empathy right but like think about the empath thing where thing where it's like either one way or the other either it's like i am miserable and i hate my life and i'm absorbing everyone's shit or it's like i'm clear i can help people that right Again, empathy is one of those sexy terms that like I'm not really a huge fan of, but it's like this, um, this kind of, uh, you know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying, right? Um, but it's being able to make the right move and, and clairsentience, the the way that you can get in and accessing that ability is honoring your body like a clairsentient person baby you are connected to your physical like you have to be connected to your physical so oftentimes um lower you know versions of this can disassociate and like you know not want to be part of their body and You know misuse food for better for worse misuse uh uh, like exercise for better for worse to like get an inaccurate reading of their body so excessively working out or not not taking care of their body whatsoever eating foods that block off chi or um which is life force energy and um you know the other side of the pendulum. So you you have to be physical. You have to at least move around. You have to honor the food that your body is telling you it needs to experience. Like you you have to honor your body. The same thing is like Claire audience. You have to take care of your ears. You have to take care of who you're talking to. You have to take care of who and what you're letting your brain absorb the energy of clairvoyance. Be very careful about, you know, <laughs> what you're thinking about in the daily life, because that can manifest, right? Claire sentience, I mean, baby, you are you are connected to the body. So you may channel while you're physically doing something. You may be channeling while you work out, when you're, you know, walking somewhere where you're in nature, when you have to make major life decisions, that's you, right? But you have to honor that. And the same thing goes with all of these abilities, right? As you start to treat yourself like a sacred temple of, you know, knowledge because <laughs> you are. You hold trauma inside of your body. You hold wisdom. You hold genetics of your ancestors. You hold your culture. You hold your, you know, the, the contracts that you've held within other people, meaning the dynamics that you hold with other people inside of you. You hold your aesthetic, you hold your children, You hold, meaning like the, the identity of your children. I mean, there's so many things, but if you aren't honoring whatever brings you closer to these abilities, closer to these things, I mean, you're not going to, you're just not going to connect in a psychic way, right? You're just not because you're, you're, you're going at it from a space. Uh, I don't know. You're just not going to do it. You're just not. Um... You know there's there's i have to say this too like it's very interesting with psychic energy too because the universe is expansive and in my mind it feels circular i don't know like everything is connected at all times the fuck, fucking scientists have now um come to the conclusion that you know um multiple lives can be lived on top of one another the multiverse very well may exist which is what a lot of spiritualists have been channeling for a really long time Um, and as a world that is circular past present parallel diagonal future it all exists within one scope and that's very very hard for us to understand it's very hard for us to conceptualize and figure out because the only thing we've ever really considered is that we have a connection to past lives we've seen a lot of reflection of that or a lot of you know examples of that but everything is fucking connected so guess what today you could be um one particular way you put your energy your focus on you know i would say creating a ted talk right all you have to do in the reality of the situation all you have to do if you really like if if that was supposed to happen or if that is going to happen all you have to do is put one fucking video out there the right person sees it and it's over like if you want to be on a TED talk tomorrow if you posted a video today you tomorrow could be connected to that energy and people have such a like a hard line with linear whatever right and they're so connected to oh this isn't going to happen this isn't going to happen I, I'm going to I'm going to encourage you if you want to connect to your psychic spiritual ability I want you to think about the concept that time is not really going to always work in the same fashion like time is not always going to be like it's you know you consider six months it's like it may actually happen in two weeks because you're working really fucking hard to tap into that energy and play with the energy you know like us our trauma from when we're eight years old or 10 years old impacts us the same way unless we've worked on that shit as it did when we were six or eight years old because time just exists within one another I mean it's it's just it all overlaps and so the same thing goes with like people that can read the future I'm not necessarily too keen on that one in particular but the future is as far as I've tapped in with my clients or people that kind of work in the same field a lot of people have started to agree that like people that predict the future it's like fine i guess but everything is so impartial everything is so free-flowing and moving and whatever um that i think it's really inaccurate if someone is to say like predict anything in the future because everything is ever changing and moving and um (laughs) you know it's like i'm gonna say you know you'll get a mazda and you know, you decide to not go to the dealership the one day that you're really, really feeling called clairsentience, right? You, the one day you really feel called to go get a car and that is there, well, you decided to work against your intuition. You decided to work against clairsentience. Well, if you decide to feel really connected to Sentience and honor yourself and take one step and put it in front of the other and move, 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 it's 2.22 right now, but you you know you continue to work in favor of what feels correct in your body for yourself maybe not project that stuff to other people but for yourself um then you're heightening that energy and then that energy flows into other parts of your life right you feel comfortable trusting your own um navigation you feel comfortable you know, another fields of your life. And that's what psychic connection is all about. Like we can be born psychic and we are born psychic and intuitive and all that stuff. It's fucking awesome and cool. But most of the time what happens is we, you know, we get kind of, it kind of gets squeezed out of us, all of that. So we have to kind of remember that we have to trust ourselves. We have to follow, um, what feels really good that what feels natural to us and and that usually pinpoints us in the direction of things like empathy things like nurturing other people things like art things like um you know not operating out of the you know when we're in the space of not operating out of the highest frequency with our relationships oftentimes we lash out oftentimes we assume things and sometimes if we step back and just follow you know the energy of of our heart rather than trying to be right or in competition or countering audience, which means like listening deeply listening things of those natures i mean we're countering those abilities so it's hard for us to receive a psychic um symbology or connection or our inner self or our inner stuff if we're continually countering our stuff which is oftentimes like you know, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot and um, there's just so many exercises whether it's visualization or things that you can do with our body or things that you can, um, you know, herbs that you can connect to or clothing. I'm a big for especially clairvoyant and clairsentient um, dominant people dress how you fucking want to dress because you're you're kind of opening up that throat chakra area. You're opening the expression piece. You're o- opening opening the honoring yourself stuff, right? Claire, audience people, like make sure you're listening to the right stuff. You're talking to the right people. You're getting the right advice from people. Right? If you keep countering that stuff, you're not going to open up the channel for you listening to yourself or accepting or even being in the right space to receive that kind of information. That shit is. It's a lot, you know? You don't want to be in a space of paranoia or anxiety or not trusting yourself and then try to sit down and connect to spirit. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's like, do you talk to someone that's psychic and really, really does the work? They're like, yeah, it's really no fucking big deal. Like, it's no big deal. It's like, whatever. Everyone has it. It's like, it's really not that fucking special, you know? And using our empathy for discernment. I mean, there's so many different elements. That's why I'm very, like, if I talk to any clients or potential clients or people that see me on TikTok and passing, using your discernment, using your navigation to help you um, with anyone that may be a mentor or help you with a reading or something of the psychic nature, you have to be very discerning because it takes a lot of honoring yourself to be able to fully like to be fully like you have to put in the work and the effort to unravel some of the bullshit you have to you just fucking have to because there's fears in all of us Um, I was the most scared I'm telling you I've been through so many cool awesome kind of psychic experiences and whether it comes to seeing stuff I literally bro I never talk about my psychic experiences and we're getting close to being done with this episode but I mean if y'all want like if y'all want an episode please tell me Uh, about some of my psychic experience but I saw something in the kitchen the other day and like I you know just the other day I would like I would like knelt over and looked up and I was like ah (laughs) I mean it was fine I didn't even I didn't bat an eye because it is my life but I was like oh yeah there was like a boy in the kitchen (laughs) especially like what the fuck you just say bitch and I was like I don't know man it just be like that then we kind of went about our you know I look off into a distance in the distance and there's you know a beautiful cool orb and shit it's cool it's fucking cool but like unless you know I'll tell you what like unless I'm working on myself even as a teacher if I'm not on my shit if I'm not honoring myself and honoring the rituals and and my body and I'm out too. I'm MIA. I don't experience this shit nearly as much. Nearly as much. You know, it's funny, the very first time that I ever meditated, like, I escaped my body. Like I left my body. I remember I was sitting on the, I don't know if I've told this story, but whatever. Um, maybe, ah, fuck. Whatever. Ah, should I tell this? Yeah, whatever. Um, I was sitting on the bed in um, a house I lived in with my family. In Minnesota and I was sitting and I didn't really know what meditation was now asterisks asterisks right star thing Um, I didn't have any expectations for what I was supposed to experience and expectations hold us back most of the time from experiencing the highest version of whatever right psychic or non or physical right and so I sat there on my bed and I just was breathing and I kind of was seeing this like little light in my mind's eye and I was kind of, it felt like I was kind of rhythmically following that and all of a sudden I beep, <laughs> energetically I fucking popped out of my body and I was like, ah, fuck I like looked around and I kind of freaked out a little bit and I fucking jolted back like, like. A rubber band. That was the first time. I didn't have any expectation. I didn't have any expectation. I mean, there's been so many. So maybe I'll do an episode at some point. I always say this. Maybe I'll do an episode. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, this is pretty easy shit. If if you are willing to remove your expectation, be vulnerable, and it's really not all that scary. It's I don't know, dude. It's it's cool. It's a really cool thing, and I think. Whether or not you want to bring this forward in your work, whether or not you want to bring this forward in your current life or help your children, or it's very natural. It's very, you know, trusting yourself and um, respecting plants and all that stuff, taking care of, you know, your inner, whatever pulls you from an inner space and loving yourself and taking risks and it's all connected, you know. (laughs) <laughs> There's so much more to this topic, and I could talk and rant and, and you know, play all day, which I probably will at some point. Anyway, I love you. If you are um, new to the podcast, welcome. Feel free to follow. And if you are new or old, um, OG or a new baby girl, whatever, um, go ahead and rate this podcast if you could five stars daddy daddy needs it um on whatever app that you're on and highly appreciate it and share it with your friends if you if you feel like it would be beneficial if you are interested in me as a person my name is keely my instagram is keely meta xo and my website for any services or if you're looking for really anything my website is keelymeta.com I love you, I appreciate you to no end, and I will see you in the next one.